Hello and welcome to Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Waisner. How are you feeling? Do you have a positive outlook or a negative outlook? Are you allowing ants, automatic negative thoughts, or termites, thoughts, emotions, running mean internal, transcripts, earn stress? Or are you in charge of your thoughts and are able to capture those automatic negative thoughts? We all have the automatic negative thoughts, but you want to be able to capture them and look at them and see whether they're true or whether they are beneficial for you. Most automatic negative thoughts come from our childhood experiences, and many times we don't remember exactly when or where certain ideas or behaviors became acceptable. And what was acceptable as a child is not necessarily acceptable as an adult. And you have the ability to change those internal negative scripts that are running. But before you can change something, you have to know what is causing you to act the way you do. Are you acting exactly like your mom or your grandmother or your aunt or your dad or your uncle or your brother? If you don't like that behavior or those thoughts, then you have to make a conscious effort to change them. I'm a powerful human being and you're a powerful human being. We're both energy. We're both electromagnetic beings. We're both electromagnetic power stations. We both generate energy, broadcast our energy through thoughts and feelings, and receive energy from thoughts of others. You have the ability to be the creator of your life, starting now. When I say you can create your own life, you may think that that's just not possible. And if that's what you believe, then it's not. If you can open your heart and your mind to being a powerful individual capable of great things and open to new perspectives and beliefs, you can overcome the mindset, the automatic negative thoughts, and internal scripts that have been running from childhood. Einstein's quote on energy, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. You are energy. I am energy. Everything is energy. Energy is neutral. Our responsibility is to direct our energy in a way that is helpful and of service to humanity. If you're not where you want to be, then it's your responsibility to take charge of your energy and direct it in such a way that you create a field of intention for the outcome, dream, or vision that you want. You get to pick your thoughts. You get to choose your beliefs, your perspectives. Your feelings and emotions are guideposts to let you know exactly where you are. So if you're feeling good, you're, in the, you're running in the right direction. If you're feeling a little down or a little low, you have an opportunity to change that by choosing better thoughts, by picking a thought that makes you smile or makes you happy or helps you bring joy to others. By the universal law of attraction, you get what you think about most of the time. So if you're broadcasting negative thoughts, feelings, and emotions, the universe is going to give you more. 
but you have an opportunity to change that. You get to create different thoughts, and those in turn will change feelings and emotions. Now, some people might think of that as work. I think of it as trying to improve myself, to be the best person and individual that I can be. But I choose to direct my energy, which means I take responsibility for my thoughts, actions, beliefs, perspectives, and don't blame others when things don't go according to my plan. There is a system inside the human body that can help you. Have you heard of the reticular activating system, or RAS? It connects the subconscious part of the brain with the conscious part of the brain. The words we choose to say and think are important in the RAS system. When you say, I want, the subconscious part of the brain may interpret that as doubt, lack of trust, or confidence. A better word choice is, I intend. I intend to make this change. I intend to acquire that house, that car, that job. There's no doubt with the word intend. Other words similar to intend are, I aim, I aspire, I plan, I propose, I strive, I achieve, I execute, I perform, I accomplish. Again, those words, there's no doubt. Now, don't get me wrong. I say I want on a regular basis, so it's something that I have to work on myself. But by becoming more aware of the words that you use to express your choices, you can use the reticular activating system to help you change and improve your life. But you have to claim what it is that you desire. You can live the life you want. See, there I did it. You can have the life you aspire to. But it requires that you direct your thoughts, your energy, and leave no doubt about your aspirations, desires, dreams, or vision. When I do my prayers, I use call, command, and demand to set my intention. For example, I call, command, and demand for the freedom to be in alignment with spirit, source, the creator, the divine, with special emphasis on my best, highest, and most outstanding health, wealth, and abundance, on my ability to help others today and in the future, or something even better. Now, I use call, command, and demand in place of ask. Ask just seems kind of like a wimpy word in comparison to call, command, and demand. It's been said many times that thoughts are things. Thoughts are energy. They're energetic transmissions that you broadcast every waking moment of your day. The question becomes, what are you broadcasting? And if you're not broadcasting in alignment with your intentions, aspirations, dreams, goals, and visions you're going to have mixed results at best. You and I are energy. Our bodies are electromagnetic power stations. It's up to you to direct your energy and claim the life you desire. This requires focus, concentration, persistence, and the ability to create and maintain a field of intention. This process of taking charge and responsibility for your life by directing your energy won't necessarily go in a straight line. 
You'll have setbacks, and that's okay. You may find obstacles or problems along your path, but those are an opportunity to learn new things and to grow, expand, get out of your comfort zone, to be more and do more. Make the choice to direct your energy and create the life you desire, aspire to, and intend to have. I've had people ask me, what should I be eating? A plant-based diet, a keto diet, a vegan diet, or some mixture or combination? I've tried about every diet that's out there. I felt really good on the keto diet. I feel okay or good, really, even on a plant-based diet. But I personally feel best when consuming some meat and some plants. So I can't tell you what to eat or what diet is best for you. You have to experiment and then listen to your body for how that food or food group makes your body feel. Are you in pain? Do you have inflammation? Are you not able to sleep? You have low energy. These are all signs that a food may not be good for you. But most people just shrug it off and continue doing what they're doing. There's scientific research that supports a plant-based diet as being superior. But there's also research that shows that a meat-based diet can be healthy. If you go back to our ancestors at the hunter and gatherers, a study of over 300 tribes showed that the average diet around the world was 80 to 85% meat, fish, and fruit. And the other, the other 15% were small amounts of nuts and roots. The vast majority of the, of the plant foods that the hunter-gatherers eat were the fruit, which is really the only part of the plant that wants to be eaten so it can spread its seeds. And the fruits are calorically dense. So I have no idea what will work for your body, for your ancestral history, your genetics. As a generalization, most of the people I know who are plant-based vegetarians generally don't seem to me to be as healthy as the people I know who consume a little bit of meat. But that's a big generalization. Many garden vegetables have beneficial nutrients, but they also contain nutrients that can be problematic and cause issues if too much is eaten, while broccoli, cauliflower, and cabbage have many beneficial nutrients. For those suffering with thyroid problems, they may not be a good choice. And if you have arthritis, consuming nightshades, peppers, and tomatoes may cause inflammation and pain. And too many green leafy vegetables can cause problems like kidney stones because of the oxalate in the leaves. Research does show that men seem to do particularly well on a carnivore diet and that women seem to do better with a balanced diet. These are broad strokes. I recommend that you experiment with different food choices. Write down what you ate and the time you ate it. And then if you have a problem, you can write that down and see if you develop a pattern over two or three weeks. This is basically keeping a food journal. I had to do this once to determine what was causing my bruising when all the allergy tests failed 
to determine a cause. Now, during this time, I felt fine. I wasn't having any digestive issues. I wasn't having pain or inflammation. I just kept getting these giant bruises. And when the doctor and I looked at the food journal, we found the culprit was dairy. And I removed cheese and ice cream from my diet for several months. There are ingredients in processed food that you want to try and avoid. High fructose corn syrup is a man-made sweetener that is highly problematic for the human body. Fructose is processed by the liver, and it already has a lot of things to do. But the food industry uses it because it's about 1.7 to 2 times sweeter than sugar, and it costs, and it costs half as much. So you get more sweetness for less cost. But it doesn't do good for your body. And unfortunately, it's highly used in pop or soda, baked goods, and can be a cause for gaining weight or not being able to lose excess weight. Another bad actor are vegetable oils. This includes soybean, corn, sunflower, cottonseed, and canola oils. They are highly processed and contain high amounts of omega-6 oils, which promote inflammation in the human body. The human body likes to have an equal ratio of omega-3 oils and omega-6 oils. And that balance was the normal through the 1960s into the, into the early 1970s. Depending on whose research you look at today, the pro-inflammatory omega-6 oils are now 6 to 10 times greater than the omega-3 oils. And that's a problem for the human body unless you're going to take an equal balance of omega-3 oils by consuming fatty fish or supplementing each one of these oils. The seeds have been genetically modified, and that's not an industry I wish to support. And personally, when I see canola oil on a label, I put the product back on the shelf. It's a fake oil and comes from a plant that was poisonous or in the wild is still considered poisonous. Each of these oils in small amounts is probably not a big deal. The problem is that they're in everything. And so the little amounts add up to a big problem. The idea of clean energy really depends upon your definition of what the emission should be. And most of the time fail to take into consideration how power is generated in the United States or anywhere in the world. The inconvenient fact is that fossil fuels are needed to power the electric grid, to power mining operations, refining capabilities, and production facilities, and no amount of windmills or solar panels changes those facts. So a little blurb out of California caught my eye and comes from the California Air Resources Board. They will require all new cars sold in California to be free of greenhouse emissions by 2035. Later that week, the California Independent System Operator, which manages the energy for the entire state, issued a warning from August 31st to September 6th. It read in part, During a flex alert, 
Consumers are urged to reduce energy use from 4 to 9 p.m. when the system is most stressed because demand for electricity remains high and there is less solar available. Included in this warning was avoid charging electric vehicles due to power grid issues and blackouts. I just love contradictory statements. Buy electric cars, but you can't charge them when you're at home. Gee, thanks a lot. The basic idea of clean emissions is fine. It's faulty, but it's fine. But you want to have the infrastructure in place before you transition. And apparently, California doesn't have their, their eggs all lined up in a row. In fact, there's no state in the USA where this transition would be smooth today. Have you heard of nutritional yeast? Or are you actually using it as a food ingredient? Nutritional yeast is typically used as a seasoning. It has a cheesy or nutty flavor profile. It comes from growing the yeast Saccharomyces cerevisiae on cane or beet sugar. It is then fermented, the yeast is harvested, washed, pasteurized, and dried. The yeast is now inactive because of the pasteurization and drying technique. Nutritional yeast contains about 8 grams of protein and a variety of B vitamins and minerals. And like most food ingredients today, it can be found in organic or non-GMO forms or regular. Much of the nutritional yeast is fortified with artificial vitamins and minerals. So if that's important to you, look at the label so that you can understand exactly what it is that you're buying. Now some companies started to add flavors like garlic or smoky barbecue to nutritional yeast to further the use as a seasoning for a variety of recipes that you make at home. Because nutritional yeast has a cheesy umami type of flavor, you can use it as a substitute for grated Parmesan or Romano cheese, or do a mixture of nutritional yeast plus the cheese, if you so desire. I'm fond of using it as a popcorn seasoning, but nutritional yeast can be added to diced potatoes or vegetables, casseroles, which will increase the nutrient value to each recipe it's used in. But like most things, nutritional yeast isn't good for everybody. If you have celiac disease or severe gluten intolerance or suffer from Crohn's, then it's best that you avoid nutritional yeasts. The war between Ukraine and Russia is taking a terrible toll around the world, and particularly where energy prices are concerned. In almost all of Europe and the United Kingdom, the price has skyrocketed, so much so that individual governments are beginning to offer help to the residents of their countries. I just read an article that said in Germany that would be something like $65 billion. But the problem is that Russia has shut off the pipeline that brings natural gas to Europe. So this vital fuel necessary for winter heating 
at the moment is not available at any price to Europe, and the United States has come up with another futile plan from the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen about trying to cap the price through pressuring the insurance companies that insure oil tankers against disasters. At the moment, most of Russia's insurance comes from Western countries. Trying to put pressure on Russia through insurance is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of. First, they can self-insure. That just means they reserve part of their revenues in a fund to pay claims if necessary. And there are other markets like Dubai, China, and India where Russia can get new insurance. It's amazing how little the people in charge understand anything that makes the world go round. If you live long enough, you will experience a wide range of events. It's how you perceive a situation and deal with those events that determine your happiness, success, or failure. Can you find the pattern, the lesson, or something good that you can incorporate into your life? I believe at some point we all feel lost or stuck. Maybe you're experiencing a bad storm in your life. First, you need to keep moving because the storm will pass. You may feel like you're drowning, that you have no life preserver, and the sharks are circling. Believe it or not, you have a choice. Do something and see how your life changes or improves, or do nothing and stay exactly where you are. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. Your emotions and feelings are guideposts, and you have the power to make different choices or pick a different path. This requires directing your thoughts and energies and taking action. There are two great emotions in life, love and fear. Choose love. Choose to love yourself. How do you feel when you're in love? You feel good, if not great. You're happy, maybe even euphoric. You look better. You feel better. Here's a mantra you can use. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Say that out loud right now. It may feel funny, sound foreign and even corny, but that's okay. Perform this mantra, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, several times a day. First thing in the morning when you go into the bathroom, look into the mirror, see yourself and say, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, at least eight times in a row. Some of you may say you don't love yourself, and I would say I'm sorry to hear that, but you can still do this mantra. This is the old fake it till you make it idea. You're establishing new neural pathways in your brain, and the more you practice, the faster the pathways will be established. When you're stuck, lost, or unsure, you need to get outside of your mind and location. Become a volunteer with an organization that has some meaning for you. Being a volunteer takes the emphasis away from you and places it on helping others. And I believe that helping others makes you feel good, makes you feel better. It can also begin to change your mindset, perspective, and the transformation can begin. Giving becomes receiving, which becomes giving and the cycle repeats over and over again. Another idea 
to breaking the cycle of being lost, stuck, or unsure is to stop watching the news. Newscasts rarely highlight any feel-good stories. Most news that is reported is bad because of the old adage, if it bleeds, it leads. And this is where the other big emotion fear comes in. The news is designed as entertainment, and they want you to be afraid. And our bodies react and respond to the bad news, the blood and guts and violence, just the same way that ancient humankind reacted to threats from predators. It can make you edgy, nervous, and upset, as well as fill your brain and mind with negative words and images. Stop watching the news and you eliminate those outside negative images and influences. You'll begin to feel better. And I was surprised at how quickly the negative tension or stress disappeared. Many times the news wants to tell you how to think. I believe you can think for yourself. I want to finish with a quote from Abe Lincoln. I'm a firm believer in the people. If given the truth, they can be depended upon to meet any national crisis. I want to thank you for joining me today for another episode of Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Waisner. Have a fabulous week, people.